0: Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 410, and I'm Libya, your host. And this week, we have returning guests. Hi,
2: this is Tom. I'm executive director of screenwriting at Azusa Pacific University in Los Angeles.
1: Hi, this is Allison, and I write reviews for Weedonopolis.
3: Hey, this is Peter. Uh, I live in West Hollywood. That's
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to the dream.
3: <laughs> live in the dream, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, this week in the news... We have that counterpart has been canceled stupidly by stars, for no reason other than um, uh, stars was bought by Lionsgate, and then they no longer they didn't own the rights to it, so they canceled it just because they didn't own it. That's a hundred percent the only reason. So hopefully somebody will pick it up in this day and age of picking up shows that are critically acclaimed. Uh, next, I have Breaking Bad. Uh movie will be all about Jesse Pinkman only, and strangely, it will premiere on Netflix instead of AMC. Yeah, I heard that too. That that was like, wait, what?
2: Um oh, I've, I've heard it's going to be on both.
0: No, it's going to be on Netflix first, and then it'll be like on AMC. It's oh, like that's a, weird because Netflix is ponying up more money for it. Uh um transformers war for cybertron is set to go to netflix so it's a new animated series for all of you who miss your transformers cartoons which is actually kind of me um so i'm hoping (laughs) that it will be good did you see Uh. bumblebee I did not, because I don't watch the movies anymore. Oh, it's actually not bad. I, I thought it, it, was was actually,
2: it was actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It was a, Michael Bay didn't direct it, that's why. I've
0: <laughs> lost my faith in the in the Transformers movies. I just want to stay... I'll stick with the cartoons for right now. It's um, about a
2: girl and her butt.
0: Psych, the movie gets a sequel, because who was asking for it? I don't. Everybody. I mean, they were. I mean, I liked the first movie, I guess, but... I wasn't like, oh, my God, this needs a sequel. But apparently some other people did. So, yes, the <laughs> sequel is happening this year. Um, <clears throat> Star Trek, the animated series, is getting um, is – they're getting a series. Mean- of, wait, there's well, let me back up. Star Trek has two animated series. One is going to be on CBS All Access, and another one will go to Nickelodeon. Can so you just- say
2: corporate synergy? I thought you could. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Jack Ryan has been renewed for season 3 while they're shooting season 2. Um, Grey's Anatomy has added Amy Amy, excuse me, has added Amy Acker for an arc this
1: season. But I was like, isn't she on the gifted? Mm. She is on the gifted, no. right? Guess I guess I guess they don't uh, conflict schedule-wise.
2: Yeah, mm. the, don't, doesn't the gifted do short seasons?
1: well it's still airing so i don't yeah it's still on as
2: long Um, as it doesn't conflict
0: yeah um oh deny guerrera is going to be exiting the walking dead well technically speaking in season 10 but her contract expires at the end of season 9 and in season 10 she's agreed to do just a couple of episodes to wrap up her story and I kind of, I'm kind of like, guys, you knew she wasn't going to come back. Why did you wrap up her story this season?
2: There's speculation that she might be in the movies, the, the Rick Grimes
0: movies. Right. There's speculation, no confirmation. I'm hopeful because I want them to get their happy ending. Please, thank you. Please, and thank you. Um, Dennis Quaid is set to star in a Netflix comedy called Merry Happy Whatever. <laughs> I, I like Ready? the title alone. Um, I, don't know I like that Dennis means. Quaid. I like Dennis Quaid. And they said he's one of the many stars who has now started to do TV. So, there you go. Uh, Tom, you have news.
2: Yes. Why the Last Man adaptation has been ordered to series at FX. ABC has renewed Good Doctor for season three and A Million Little Things for season two. Modern Family has also been renewed for its 11th and final season. Uh, CBS has renewed Mom for season seven and eight. Um, Family Guy and Bob's Burgers have been renewed by Fox. A Brave New World uh, miniseries has been ordered st- straight to series at USA Network. This will be the third television adaptation of the Aldous Huxley novel. By the way,
1: I think sometimes uh, Amazon... the charm, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although the
2: last version, the two-hour version, was surprisingly not bad. But the 70s was... miniseries.
1: Oh, that was horrible! That was unwatchable. But was, the, the, was a the... snore. The trouble with the the second one, I think, is that it it was beautifully mounted, but it kind of undermined the whole point of the book.
2: Just in terms of of the, uh, the message that it was the...
1: telling, you know, it was just it was just kind of that's not really what the book was trying to tell us. Mm. But um, but it was beautifully done, and it had a great cast.
2: Yep, wasn't Peter Gallagher with it in and his eyebrows in that?
0: I think so. News. um, news. Let's finish with the news. And
2: finally, Amazon has ordered 17 new original series from seven countries. So it's interesting to see all the uh, streaming services jockey for position internationally.
0: Well, I have to say, some of their international shows are actually pretty good. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be mad about it. No. All right, let's start off with the shows. First up, we're going to talk about the mid-season premiere of The Walking Dead. and uh, Peter has caught up, which is amazing to me, I'm going to say, because you rarely are caught up on a lot of my shows, but I appreciate the uh, effort. So what did you think of this week's midseason premiere? The whole thing is the introduction of The Whisperers and all of that.
3: Uh, I thought it was a solid, um, yeah, a solid kind of like mini-premiere. I'm very excited to see The whispers, especially since it's Samantha Morton, uh, and I like that actress, so I can't wait, because I I think next week's episode is going to be kind of like a a Whisper-centric one, Um, but as far as the premiere, um, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid, like, I thought they dealt with everything pretty well. My only thing was, was I the only person surprised with, was it Rosita is suddenly pregnant?
0: Well, I mean, it was supposed to be surprising. No one was supposed to know. So
3: it's like, is she slept with him? What's going
0: on? Well, the thing that's that's crazy about it is she's now in the middle of three guys. So, like, in the middle of Eugene telling her, professing his love to her, she runs out of the room in the middle of his whole I love you speech. Right, she throws up. And then she throws up, and I was like, whoa, that's that's a big reaction for that. And then Sadiq, who's the doctor, was like, what the heck is going on? And she's like, remember that time we slept together before I started dating Gabriel? She's like, yeah, I'm pregnant. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So, uh, the problem, I I actually think this is one of those pregnancies that they did to, to basically have Rosita's character be connected to three separate guys. But unfortunately, I think it's to do a really stupid trope. Because there's a big episode. I know there's a big episode coming up where a bunch of main characters or a bunch of characters are going to die. And in the comics, Rosita's character was pregnant when she was killed. So I'm afraid that they're having her connected to so many characters so that when she gets killed, all these characters will be like, oh, my God, I must have revenge. And I'm just over it. I, I I just like I think that's stupid. I, I will for her, especially that, for her character to be reduced to that
3: because i don't and i i'm interested to see if allison is still watching <laughs> Walking but i will say that like surprisingly um i, I i'm kind of over the negan thing however i did like um the negan story as much as it dealt with judith Cause I just, I like, I like the actress and I like her shooting at him on the motorcycle. Like, it's just, I like her as a character. I want to see more of Judith and everything. So I was like, I guess I like this. So, uh, and I did like that. I like that Negan realizes that there's really nothing else for him out there. That he goes back and he sees one of the guys. Like, that was all pretty good. I was like, all right. Well, and also
0: you have to remember, Negan really never survived on his own. He always manipulated other people to do the heavy lifting for him. So now that he's like out there by himself in the wilderness and he hasn't had to kill a walker in six years and he's never – he has never had to scrounge for food and all this other stuff. He's never had to live on the edge for survival and he really doesn't like being alone. So right. you put all those things together and he's like, yeah, I'll go back to my cell. <laughs> you know? It's like you realize that you know, in his cell he gets fed and he gets company. You know, people sure. come by and talk to him.
3: Allison, did you watch it?
1: Yeah, I did. I, I'm I'm getting to the the end of the line as far as my interest in in the show is concerned. Because you know, as you pointed out too, with the whole thing with Rosita, and I wasn't aware that that's how her storyline ended in the book. Um, it, we're just we're repeating things too many times over. The whole thing with not knowing who the father is is just a repetition of what we went well, through. Well, no she, she, no, she no um, she she's
0: very clearly said Sadiq is the father. It wasn't a question.
1: Oh, because it sounded like it was going to turn out to be you no, know, no. Like she said she's like three remember no. Well,
0: she didn't sleep with Eugene, so it's not three people. Well, yeah, okay. So uh, and, you and she right, very, two, you know, yeah, and she very is, clearly said, remember when we slept together before I was with Gabriel? Now I'm pregnant
3: but to allison but to allison's point it's still from what you were saying regardless of who the father is It still sets the three male characters up for I care about this woman and now she's gone. It's right. It's the
1: same thing. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So and and the thing is I also noticed when I was watching this, particularly at the moment where they said, Oh, Tara, now you're in charge and I'm thinking, Yeah, because they killed off all the main people or had them go away and and do other things. I have zero confidence in Tara. uh, Not just confidence, I have very little interest in Tara as a character. She's fine as a minor supporting player. She's great, you know, great, fine user in the background. But as she's been forced to the forefront yeah. because they've, they've been so crazy about killing off their main people. And it's one thing to say, okay, it's walking dead. So no one's safe. So periodically we will kill off a main cast member. It's another thing to just say, we're just going to kill anybody, anytime, anywhere. And uh, you know, the whole thing with Jesus, uh, the, you know, the the last episode, was a perfect example of that. There was absolutely no reason to kill his character off. He was a good character, a solid character, a character we actually care about. And and now, and we, we keep narrowing this down to characters who were minor players before. And... It's like, I'm sorry, but I don't care about these people. You're yeah. killing off the characters I do care about. And so my interest in the story, especially since we're kind of just regurgitating tropes at this point, is is just, you know, becoming less and well, less. and, and less. The,
0: the other thing that, that boggles the mind, the, the fair, which is the big thing that happens at the end of the season where they in the comics, they kill off a lot of main characters. But they do it, but they, they haven't already killed off all the uh, other main characters. So, like, in the comics, you still have Michonne and Rick and all these other people in the comics. So, at the fair, when they kill off all these other characters, it's kind of epic. And it's great because you have, like, Rick's reaction and all these people's reactions.
1: But... You're if, not going to have their reactions. <laughs> that's all, Like, if, if
0: they kill all the people who are supposed to die at the fair, there would literally be no one left on the show especially because Michonne's leaving so it's like well you, you can't kill everybody that you killed originally at the fair because you literally would have no one and it is it's it's by the fact that like when they have the funeral and they do all those close ups of everybody reacting to to jesus's death i didn't reckon i didn't know who half those people were
1: yeah same here
0: and so i was like I mean, part of a funeral and part of they do it on television is when you see a character you care about cry, then you get emotional. But when you show a bunch of strangers that I've never seen before, you do these super close ups on their faces and they look sad. I'm like, okay. Like, there's nothing. Um, I did like Michonne's story arc in this episode where she has this cool conversation with Daryl. They have a couple of really good conversations. And I thought, and it hints at a bigger story that we haven't seen yet. Um, so yeah, I mean that part I'm curious about, but I'm not as curious about the Whisperers as Peter is. I mean, I'm going to watch until Michonne's
1: gone. That's it. And then I'm out. I'm done. I I just don't find the Whisperers terribly compelling as, as villains personally. Well, this episode that's coming up is supposed to be the thing that does it for you. Oh, I don't know. It's like they're, they're frightening when you don't know what they are. And as soon as it's established, oh, it's just people wearing, you know, zombie masks. It's, it's not scary scary anymore, you know, because now, okay, well, we know what they are. So we know how to deal with them.
3: I, I sort of see Allison's point. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still want to see where it's going, but you're right. I mean, it's, it's no, like the very first time when I was watching it and they were walking by, there were some, some characters were hiding. And you heard them whisper. I was like, "What the heck is that?" So I was right. like, "Can they be talking? This is crazy!" Like, and you're right. You're right. Now that we know, oh, it's basically a new cult. Like, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. And I like Samantha Morton. She's a good actress, so I'll give her a chance.
0: All right, let's move on. <clears throat> I don't know what what thumbs that is for the episode. Right, I think the
3: episode. Still, I'm still on. I'm still on board. Okay, like, the
0: I'm... episode itself. I think this week's episode was decent. I will give you that. <laughs> uh, I I don't know about next week's, and, I, and my level of excitement is kind of. Meh, but we'll keep we'll keep going. All right, next up, we're going to talk about The Rookie, and this was the Valentine's Day episode. And this episode was more about Nathan Fillion being, uh, he basically gets a stalker. He saves this woman's life, and she wants him to fall in love with her, and she does all these crazy, crazy things. And, and on one a- hand, it's funny, and on the other hand, it's creepy. But
3: go ahead. No, and there's a serial killer.
0: Oh, right. Yes, the other yeah. story, line,
3: there's that too. Yeah, it was an episode where they get to be a little more extreme. Like, So I thought, I thought it was a pretty fun, like, solid episode. And my favorite part, although, yes, I did like, I, I, I thought the arc with the woman being in love with me, Philly worked, and I liked the serial killer thing. But my favorite thing actually was, I'm sorry, I'm bad with character names. The guy who is the, um, he's the rookie who's like, he's the son of like the chief of police or something like that. Oh, most, yeah, yeah. But it turns out, unless unless I didn't realize this, he's gay. I, maybe – did they hint at that in the other episodes? Nope. This was the first yeah. time. Basically has this thing where he he kind of starts – he's going to go on a date with, uh, I guess, one of the nurses – a guy who's working there. I don't, He's not a doctor, though. It was one of the – I mean – but anyways, um, and they, they have like kind of a nice little moment and – I don't know. I like that. I was like, oh, all right. I was like – okay i like this you know because because i've always been eh, okay on that character i'm not saying that just making him gay makes him great or anything but i was it was a it was a path where i was like oh all right i'm curious to see where this is gonna go so that was nice um also i liked that i liked the end of the nathan fillion thing where it's the the girl that he was dating the other rookie because basically they're worried about because the the woman who is in love with Nathan Fillion basically tries to, tries to OD, right? She right. like takes a, and so basically he's like, Oh, I should go to the hospital with her. And the girl, the other rookies like, well, no, I'll go. But I hope you realize the, the irony that I'm the person who's going to go watch over your stalker or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I thought it was, yeah, it was good. I, I like the rookie. So, I mean, it is, it's not, you know, it's, 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 just. It's solid, you know, ABC type drama entertainment with some humor.
0: Not gonna disagree. All right, I, I still, up thumbs up on the on on the rookie. I thought this week's was fun episode. I really enjoyed it, and it's standalone for the most part, so you don't need to.
3: Oh, the story arc, the about, except for the thing about um the guy who calls everybody boot.
0: Yeah, his wife. His uh, his
3: wife, it it looks like they finally finish that story where he is basically letting go. She's going to get better. And then that's the end of their story. It seems like that. Hopefully,
0: because she was annoying. I really didn't like her.
3: I I feel like that's finally the end. And then also, at the end, he sort of is, like, he says he's looking for a friend. But in theory, that could turn into something. The woman who works at the police station. I think he
0: should actually give her some attention because he's been using her for the most part.
3: True, true, true. And I like her. So... Um but yeah, yeah, so I mean we, we can see where that all goes. Um but yeah. But I yeah, entertained.
0: Alright. Uh next up we're gonna talk about the passage. And this episode, which I really, really liked, um <clears throat> I really like the fact that this story is moving. They are not like hanging out in the hospital and twiddling their fingers. They they have story plots just happening one after the other after the other after the other and it's cranking. And I really appreciate that. Uh Tom, you jump back on. What do you got to say?
2: Yeah, this show frustrates me just because I know that they are way way far away from the source material. So I do appreciate that they're moving the arc story. I wish it's still it's still pretty predictable though. That's my I mean, well, I don't, I, that, I don't,
0: I don't know about that. Like some of the stuff that happened in this week's episode, oh, I did not come on. predict.
2: You knew that journalist
3: was going to die. The journalist, yes, that's that. true.
0: As soon as she had oh, the article, true. yes, that's true.
3: I, I did know. I figured she was going to die. That's yes, true. yes,
0: one hundred percent. Yes. I mean, yeah, like,
2: the, really, there's nothing that's happened so far that has truly surprised me. And for me, what keeps me watching is uh, the, the relationship between Mark Paul Gossler and the girl because she's terrific, oh, great. The girl and, and I buy them. You know, the the, the black female scientist growing a conscience and helping them. I thought that was predictable. Well, uh,
0: th- I, still I like don't it. know. Well, I mean, it's not that it's predictable or not. You knew that from the beginning she didn't like it. And then as she actually sees evidence that this is going sideways, she's smart. It's not that – That's not like whether that's predictable or not. It's just the information she got. She made sense. The idiot that um, – that kept making bad decisions. Like I can control them with my mind. Now him being killed, I would say oh, was that predictable. Was, no, he, I'm agreeing he, with
2: you. He was he was a one
0: off. I yeah. mean, no, that, he's been. Hey, it's, it's the, a
2: character we've never met. No, Ashley no, that's Stupin. not true. No, that's not no, true. No,
0: he's no, from no, a pilot. Was the pilot, Yeah, that guy was from. Yeah, the doctor was from the he's pilot he, It's his idea. Like, it was yeah, just, he's he's he was, so
3: cocky. Like,
0: exactly. And, and so, wait, wait,
2: are you are you talking about the dude from uh, Lost?
0: No, I'm talking about the Indian guy who in the pilot was like, we should get a kid. This should is get a, a brilliant kid. idea. Oh, he, but he's such a. He, uh, he says, no, I'm <laughs> saying I'm not disagreeing with you about him being a douche. Like what I'm saying is it was predictable that he was going to die, but it was super satisfying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So you don't mind tropes as long as they're executed against people you don't like.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that one, I'm not disagreeing with your point about it being the doctor. I disagree with the, the black doctor. I disagree with you about her because her storyline, I think, is kind of interesting. But that dude, yes, it was very this episode in particular. It was very obvious that he was going to be dead by the end of the episode. Well, but as soon I really as he, loved it. He came
1: it. out as soon as he started being, you know, Dr. Mansplaining. Um, you knew uh-huh. that he was going to be doomed by the end of this. It's like, I know better than everybody else. So, okay, you're dead.
0: And, yeah, yeah. and then, yeah. and then and through the whole series, different people have been telling him like, Hey, these guys are communicating. Hey, they're smart. He's like, they're just animals. And they're yeah. like, look, at, they're like, <laughs> look at the brain waves. Look at what's going on. He's like, "Ah, that's just nothing. Like he wouldn't accept information that didn't fit into his idea of what was true. So no matter what evidence or what science people presented to him, he was like, pah, you guys don't know anything. I'm obviously the smartest one in the room. And I was like, yeah, you're going to die. So, it, But I just have to say the death was just super satisfying. And and Peter, you just like binged them all. What did you think?
3: I did. You know, I, um, I read the first 150 pages of the book years ago. And I saw the pilot and I thought it was a pretty – and it's interesting, Tom, because I don't know if you finished the book. But I, I actually thought – it was a decent pilot because they didn't overly they didn't overly invest us in the big story in the world. They just said, "Look, here's this girl, here's this guy that's going to protect her. Just focus on them." And I think it worked. I was like, "This is good. The girl's really good. I think the Saved by the Bell guy's good." <laughs> and then I'll... he's done so much stuff since then, Peter.
2: Well, really? <laughs> so in white, PD, blue. Come on.
3: Oh right, right. So then. I, I hadn't watched these other episodes, and Libby was like, oh, it's actually really good, and I was like, okay, I'll put episode two on I Watched like all five of them. I was like, watched all four episodes. I was like, oh, this is pretty entertaining. Like it, And it, it does move <laughs> my thing. My only thing, and I don't know if this is Tom's predictability thing, as much as it might be something that I know Allison will often talk about. She thinks that on the CW... I this think is,
0: Alec, This isn't CW show, by the way.
3: No, I know. I, I know. It's a Fox show. But I mean, like, alison don't you think sometimes in CW shows or a Berlanti show, a character, basically, it's like, this character does what we need the script. Whatever the, whatever the plot needs, this character's gonna do that. Because I, the script says so. Right.
1: Yeah. I feel
3: yeah. like the guy who, I guess he's like head of security. He's the one that the the um the blonde lady kind of talks to in his brain and everything. Right. That character can sometimes be like, oh, okay, he's kind of he's kind of interesting, and then it's like, wait, now he's just a big jerk again. Like he he just does things that the plot needs him to do, and that exactly he's,
1: yeah he does. He, he's, he's, a plot he's, one he's one of the he, biggest
3: problems. He's one of the
2: biggest problems I have with the show because he just does what whatever the script. Oh, you need me to be mad at Brad? You need me to right. suck up to Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. It's like, I mean. I'm not a fan of the flashbacks because a lot of them you don't really need to figure out where the story is. And if nothing else, that will be the negative legacy of Lost is everybody thinks flashbacks are cool. It's like they're not cool.
3: <laughs> it's well, I think some of the flashbacks are interesting. I, I know what you're saying though about Lost. Um I don't know. I think I like all the stuff about like I liked that we saw where the the blonde one came from. I was like, "Oh, okay, and that and that like, I was like that puts some shading on her situation." Well, yeah,
1: they they're developing all the characters and I think it works. <laughs> yes. Yeah, cuz especially where it comes to the vampire characters since they really have <laughs> such limited communication, right. the only way we learn about them is by finding out who they were beforehand.
0: Right.
2: Yeah, but
0: yeah. I think the, I think it totally works.
2: Yeah okay not for tom not for tom not a fan the, the thing with the wife though i thought was so predictable it's like think, oh come on seriously
0: thing with the wife
2: with with the dude from Lost's wife
0: oh right, right, and the, right.
2: the lead vampire dude had a, well, had a thing I actually for her. i don't know
0: if that was predictable i mean oh, I, thought, I thought oh i thought every single thought, beat of that storyline oh, i totally disagree with you um, I I did anyway. I did predict that that maybe he was into that dude's wife, like I got that part. But I actually was really surprised when he like dropped that bomb on Desmond, and he was like, "Yeah, we already talked about this. I knew about it." I like, liked that. I yeah, liked I thought did. that was great.
3: I like yeah. that. You know, we move past that. We love we love each other. I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, right. yeah. But, so but, I thought that was, yeah, you, know,
0: know, you know,
2: do
3: we, at least I'll agree that the little girl's great. <laughs> the little girl was amazing. <laughs> amazing. And
1: Allison. Sorry.
3: Do you like the little girl on the show?
1: Oh, I think she's fantastic. I think that I think it's, as we've talked about before, the biggest strength of the show is the relationship between um, the, the two the two leads. You know, right. they have this father daughter vibe going between them. That's fantastic. And she in particular is is just super talented and very charismatic. And I think she holds the show. Generally surely yep. does. On that note, we're going
0: to move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Roswell. And we got to the infamous episode five that everybody bum, at work bum, was bum. telling me about. They were like, if you get to episode five and you're not hooked, then that's it.
3: I did not, I did not like the pilots. I gave up. Well, I different?
0: mean, I, I know that's the whole here's, point. They, everybody said you got to get to episode five and not just the pilots. Here's the, here's
2: the problem, Peter. The pilot was almost a remake of the original of the the original pilot right with the characters 10 years older right <laughs> right and and with and with the lead female being latin yeah
0: right right,
2: right, right I right. mean they they didn't bring much new to the party I was a little disappointed Libya I'm sorry because I knew <laughs> that is they telegraphed that Izzy was the killer
0: they did because they made it they made it so obvious that what's the other brother there's Michael Michael they made it so obvious that they were like, oh, everybody thinks it's Michael, because he's the bad boy. And I was like, well, it's obviously not Michael, and we know it's not Max, so it's gotta be Isabel. So yeah, I, I thought that you know, that it was so the revelation that it was Isabel wasn't a big deal. No. But I did think that um I did want to know like who are the other girls that got killed and what's going on and they were like the floating bodies and um <clears throat> all of that. Like I wanted to know more about that. I have to say, actually, because after I watched episode five, I was like, they were like, did it convince you? I was like, mm, that's all right. And I was like, and I I was a little intrigued when we got to the very end. I was like, maybe I might watch the next one. And then because I was at work, they literally handed me the next episode. So I watched <laughs>
2: it. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting that in the litany of shows that CW picked up for next season, Roswell is not yet among them.
0: Well, that's because it's new. That's why.
2: Yeah, but so was some of the other stuff they picked up. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. Roswell was new, as in it's only aired like four episodes at the time of their renewal. It had only aired four episodes. There were no other shows on that list that had only aired four episodes. Mm. So I'm going to defend yeah. my sister show, man. That wasn't the issue.
2: I mean, the thing that I like the ca- I like the cast. I like some of the twists, some of the changes they've made from the previous version. I I'm a little frustrated with with some of the execution. I'll keep not, watching for it. I'm while.
0: not good, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to disagree because I was pretty lukewarm. Like I thought something was going to happen in episode 5 that would really hook me because I remember on Vampire Diaries I hit episode 5 and I was like, "Oh my god." And I was totally 100% Oh, angry. Vampire
2: Diaries at this point in time was cray cray. It's yeah. like wasn't was not episode 5 when they killed Vicky?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And you're like, "Holy crap, they just killed one of the leads."
0: Yeah, exactly. And I was like, "What is going on?" And I was freaking out, and and it hooked me. And they were like, "Oh, this is the same." And then I watched their episode, and I was like, "This is not the same." No.
2: <laughs> no.
0: But I will say that I'm a little intrigued, <laughs> and I watched the and I watched the next episode, and the guys at work were like, "We got more. You can keep watching more. We got some more locked episodes." So I was like, <laughs> "They're
2: trying to they're pushers. They're
0: to I know, up. right? <laughs> um, but I, I was like, no, nah, I was like, I might just, because I like watching it on my TV, so I might stop <laughs> watching it at work. But then again, I might be bored at work, so we'll see. <laughs> uh, all right, so I think we're giving Roswell a lukewarm thumb sideways. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, next week's episode is actually better. So there's that. I think that's at least worth watching. All right. Um, next up, we're going to talk about the umbrella Academy and let's say we talk about the first two because, uh, our other co podcasters have only seen one or two episodes. Ugh. I know and some of I, us I,
2: finished it this morning.
0: <laughs> I'm on episode eight. So there's that, uh, Peter, and Allison, why don't you give us your impression of the pilot?
3: Allison, you go first.
1: Um, okay. Well, I, I have only seen the pilot. That's as far as I got. Um, <laughs> And I I enjoyed it a lot. I had actually I'd read one review that was kind of lukewarm about it, so I wasn't going in really expecting a whole lot and I'm I have not read the comics. Um but I actually enjoyed it more than I was expecting to. It has this kind of at least when it starts out, kind of this semi Wes Anderson vibe to it, which I appreciated. Um
2: <laughs> it's Wes Anderson made X Men.
1: <laughs> kind of, yeah, exactly, yeah. It was, it was very much like that, um, and and the the uh, the sets uh, for everything are gorgeous. Um, they definitely made it look beautiful. It's a it's a beautiful looking show, and the pilot is mostly invested in telling us all the you know the setup and the backstories mm-hmm. of all these different characters so we haven't really moved along very much in terms of what's the the goal of this the show is we that, that was only finally hinted at at the very end when five returns but um just in terms of getting to know these these different characters they all seem interesting they're this big dysfunctional family And um, I'm interested in seeing exactly how they interact with each other and where the storyline eventually leads. Because I like them all individually. I'm interested to see how they finally meld together into a cohesive whole. Because right now there's just a lot of resentment between the characters. So at this point we're just having them kind of battle each other and we're not seeing how they work together as a unit. And uh, even so, I I really liked what they did. I I'm enjoying it so far and I'm definitely in for the ride.
0: Uh what would you think, Peter?
3: I you know, honestly, I think that Allison's Allison's take on it makes me want to keep going, but I I thought it was okay. I I agree Yes, I do like the Wes Anderson kind of aesthetic to it, uh, and it is and it's well acted. Um, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't really find any of the characters that interesting yet. It's it's certainly not bad. I'm not well, like. I, I will tell you this number five by far
0: is to me is super interesting for a child actor. You he does not
1: feel like a child. Oh, no no. <laughs> And that's the crux of his character, and so I, I really there. There's almost no children who can pull this off, but I absolutely believe that he has already lived a lifetime. That this yeah. is this is mm-hmm. an adult, a middle-aged adult in a child's body. He's that middle I, age. He's actually
0: like sixty. No, he's supposed to be fifty-eight. Like 50
1: something fifty-eight. Be 58. Yeah, like, oh, fifty-eight. 50 yeah, Cause they, well, they showed yeah. him. They showed him all gray and haggard. So. Yeah, they actually made him look like he was seventy. But, yeah, you know he does come from a dystopic future, so it could age it you. It ages
0: you, yeah, that's true.
2: I re- I re- I love all the cast, and it's interesting because I I made the mistake at of, of looking at at a couple of reviews before I actually you know made up my own mind and binged it myself. But I love all the cast. Um, the there are characters that I thought I would not like that as you get deeper into them, you start to like them. It's always good to see Tom Hopper and his biceps in anything. (laughs) Uh, And um, most of the cast is unknowns, but um, no, I just enjoyed it. Uh, The the lead kid, number five, he's from, I think, a Nickelodeon show, Nicky, Ricky, Dicky, and Don, that ran for four years. So he he survived the child actor uh, uh, Nickelodeon mill
0: <laughs> well, unscathed he's, he's so good in this and i will say that i think peter when we were talking he were saying you don't know how you feel about what's what's her name the actress i like,
3: I like ellen page she doesn't have much
0: to oh do. no but that's the oh. thing ellen page's character is actually dude she's got yes. she's barely at she barely no does dude no, peter, no that's no. the pilot
2: you're 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 judging everything
0: ink. Yeah, everything
2: you know or you think you know right now is wrong. Exactly <laughs> about right, okay, all right. yeah. There, there is a reason she is number one on the call sheet.
0: <laughs> exactly, her name is first for well, a reason. That's, she's
3: probably the biggest star. And, I mean, and, no, and, but
1: and she has a big storyline, dude. She has. I, a... I gathered because they made a point of letting us see she takes medication. And I'm thinking that that eventually played because it just it just stood out to me so much. Right. Yep. And does I'm, I'm guessing here that that plays into her character later on that yep. she'll like stop taking it at some point yep. or something. Well, okay. Pretty much because yep. the, the drug she's taking is what's making
2: it. So <laughs> <bland. laughs>
0: I just said bland because that was Peter's complaint is that she was playing the bland same Ellen Page character.
2: Oh, no, 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 and no. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. Don't that, sleep
0: that's what on they it. Want you to,
2: I, this is an example of a Netflix series that takes advantage of the format to unfold at its own pace instead of rushing through. Oh. And for me, this kind of reminds me of what if Watchmen and Sense8 and X-Men had a hybrid child <laughs> <laughs> without, without all the nasty, without all the smut of Sense8. But, um, no, it's really
1: all orgy all the time. Oh my
2: gosh. (laughs) Yes. Orgies for the Anglo and sometimes the Latin characters.
0: though. Uh, (laughs) But no, I I really like, you should really give this a shot.
2: Give give it a shot. I think you, what, once you hit once, once the plot, the, the first episode or two are really expository, but once you get into it, and it kind of I've never read the graphic novel although I will I want to read it now but I wish that I wish that HBO's upcoming Watchmen instead of being a sequel was a remake that followed the structure used 10 to 12 episodes used 12 episodes to tell the story that Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons intended because this feels like the experience of a long form comic book story instead of what usually happens when they just try to shove everything in a Cuisinart and get it
0: done. Yeah. Cause the thing patrol, sorry. <laughs> oh, we know preview what he thinks about that show. But, uh, what I really liked about this was the first episode felt disconnected because I didn't understand a lot of what was happening. And then by the, as each episode goes on, they do flashbacks, they do explanations and you finally start to get the picture. And once mm-hmm. you finally get the full picture of what's happening, you're like, Oh, all right, and now you're into the story.
2: Okay, and can we give a shout out to Mary J. Blige? And oh Disney my god, Hunter.
0: yes! Uh,
2: uh, uh, Hazel and Chacha, the they are men.
0: fantastic. Oh,
2: oh my gosh, she wants to be in, in, in an MCU movie, and Disney should call her because she's great. Yeah, I mean, she, she was really she's good. at Amazing, this. and the fight choreography. Woo! Yeah,
0: it's really a fight too. Yeah, I, thumbs up for me. So yes. hopefully, you guys will watch further. And next podcast, we could talk about more episodes. All right, let's move on. Next up, we're gonna talk about This Is Us, and this episode was very much about um, Nick. They basically conclude the whole Nick story um, in a way that was unexpected because based on how This Is Us works, I figured they'd adopt him and he'd end up living in somebody's oh, house. No, 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 no. And, it would and, never
2: be that simple. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, the show pretty much does that. It was like every time they find a random relative, they bring him home.
2: Yeah, but but he even says. I mean, he basically tells Kevin, "Oh, did you just think that this was going to happen?"
0: Well, yeah, I did because I watched this show. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, evidently Nick did too.
1: So they're just going to bring him home like a stray puppy, just like all the rest. Yeah, but no, no, not this time.
2: Can 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 we cut to the chase? Go ahead, Kevin falling off the wagon. Oh, heartbreaking. Oh
0: God, except that it it is heartbreaking. Except I was like, I don't want to do this again. You know, well, like
2: hopefully they won't make the mistake of, I don't, I think they're smart enough to not retread things they've done before.
0: Right.
2: But it was still heartbreaking. Knowing it was, so. and, I, and
0: I understood what pushed him. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. He went through this whole long journey and he got a super unsatisfying ending. Like, I get that. And i and and the bottle was just sitting there, and he was there by himself, and he had nobody that was observing him that would judge him, and I get all of those things but and and when he took the drink it's sad, but then my next thought was, "Oh God, I don't want to do this whole Kevin being drunk storyline, and nobody knows blah, blah, blah. i i I think that they can avoid doing that
2: I mean it could be just as a matter of. It could be as simple as him calling his sponsor, telling him what happened and losing his sobriety, Chip, and having to start yeah. over.
1: Because, because, you know, that's the thing that happens a lot of times when people are trying to get sober. It isn't just a one it's and that, done. Yes, that's true. There's, there's a lot of starts and stops in there. So I think realistically, you know, they could have him, yeah, call his sponsor the next day and get right back on the wagon instead of it, you know, dissolving into what it did well, before. He, he hope super, that's they well, he just
0: looks super ashamed of himself.
1: Yeah. Like as it ended,
0: he just looked like he was going to fall into a spiral of self-shame and despair. So that's why I was like, oh, come on. Let's not do that. Um, but I did like that the storyline with Nikki resolved in a way that was not what I expected. Yep. So I appreciated that.
2: And I love that my wife and I talked about this a bit after a couple of days later. I love that Rebecca knows her kids even though all of them have a completely different relationship with her, she knows those kids really well. Well, what do you and know?
0: What, what specific... Okay, go ahead.
2: She 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 knows Kevin. I mean, all the times he's pushed her away, you know, repeatedly throughout life and judged her and, you know, been at, at enmity with her, but she knows who her son is. And she, t- and she lays it out with Nick.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that moment where he, where Nick was like, said he was just like a spoiled movie star or whatever, she just... Mm-hmm. I could tell she was just super insulted for him and just kind of stormed off. And I thought that was pretty cool, too. But, yeah, this episode was really good. It had some really good just character moments. Though I was kind of annoyed that the siblings weren't as invested as Kevin was. Like, they pretty much just bailed on him immediately.
2: I love that we finally, I think this is the first time in the series we've had a significant Randall Kate
0: thing. Oh, when they were together and they had the... F- oh, yeah, that's true. At the house. Yeah. Because yeah. season
2: one, they're hardly together at all.
0: Right. That's true. And... I really did like that. and I liked how they showed that her memory about what happened mm-hmm. was like
2: Incomplete.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like she blocked well, out the bad. both of them were. Both of them were actually. It's it's interesting. What I thought was interesting about that sequence was that he remembered all the bad things, and she remembered, and she remembered, all, remembered all the, good, all the good things. And and the reality was a mix of the of two of them. They right. both mm-hmm. both those things were accurate, just incomplete. Right. You know, the same person, the same father who can yell and scream and throw a pizza against a wall is the same father who can turn around the next minute and have fun with you and have a glitter fight. Glitter fight. fight. Gl- yeah. That's, so, yeah. I'll be yeah, interested that's
2: I'll be interested to see how they use Felicia Rashad because that could be fascinating.
0: Felicia Rashad? What? You didn't know? No I guess not.
2: Did I you was... not watch the, you didn't watch the previews? I did not. Beth's mom.
0: Okay. Let's see. She she's usually very stern. <laughs>
1: yeah, looks like we're gonna be getting looks like more we're
0: of getting that. that Felicia Rashad. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we're saying thumbs up as usual. Uh, yep. Next up, we're gonna talk about the magicians. And this week's episode, Woo! what was cool and not cool was I feel bad for myself because I fell for the okie doke, where the uh, the guy that was invading Elliot, I forgot what oh, he the, monster. Was, the monster monster inside of Elliot was like, Elliot's dead, but he didn't suffer. Like, they're having that really cathartic moment where he's, like, mourning his dad. Um, what's his name? Uh, Quentin. Quentin, thank you. Was mourning his dad, and they were doing the whole breaking the airplanes, which I was, I understood, but I hated at the same time. I was like, why are you breaking your father's airplanes? But I got why he kind of did it, because they had that cool, cathartic moment. And then he was like, oh, well, since you're mourning, I guess I should mention to you that, you know, you can do it all together and Elliot's dead and and you can go ahead and mourn him real quick. He died in like a second, it's fine. And then he walks off and I was like, that's such a morbid thing. And it made me angry, but I believed him. <laughs> I did believe him when he said it. Sucker. And, and no, right? And, uh, and then and then uh, I was like, no, they have killed Elliot. Well, they've killed other characters before. So that's not in the realm of... Unpossibility. uh so i was like oh man elliot's dead and we're gonna be stuck well because i figured we'd just be stuck with this weird monster version of his character um because they did that to uh penny penny is a completely different person which well, makes me mad he's still penny.
1: penny but he's yeah he's, no, but a he's not version. my penny
0: he's not my penny and i'm very mad about that and they've kind of like, <laughs> he's julius
2: would be penny oh, <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: Oh, that makes me so angry. I'm like you just replaced Penny is, with I,
1: another penny? I don't think that's not cool. I never believed what the monster was saying simply because of no. the way they've they've played the monster. This is he he's he loves destruction and he loves to see people in pain. And that was his little way of, you know, getting Quentin. Plus, he doesn't understand human emotion and nope. it, it it I think was its way of trying to have Quentin change his allegiance from Elliot
0: to, to him,
1: him. Right. because oh, if there's no Elliot to even pine for anymore, he'll be my friend now, you right. know. And and so I think that's its way of, of trying to, to sway Quentin. But I never believed what he said, you know. And then I just you zoom in with the eye. It was like yes.
2: I'm just glad our Elliot is out there because <laughs> I I met Hale Appleman briefly at Comic Con um, last year. And great guy. And I'm like, I miss our Elliot. Our yes. hedonistic <laughs> hanging out with Margot doing the, all kinds of drunken debauchery, Elliot.
0: Man, Margot, then now she oh, has so le- Speaking like, of Margot, Yeah, she has leth and, <laughs> and copper. What, oh, good lord. S- S- sexually transmitted lycanthropy. Lycanthropy <laughs> is the word I was trying to say. <laughs> she has lycanthropy now, and I'm not happy about that. And her having sex with dude.
1: Well, I actually didn't With feel Josh? Pa- that wasn't Josh. terrible. Because that is I like... the most unexpected pairing. Seriously, I did Seriously? not see, did yeah. not see that coming at all. But I find
0: I don't mind it because she no. was never. No, she was. All. I mean, her and Elliot are like siblings, so I never well, really Well, not only that,
2: to... but <laughs> you know, they they're incompatible romantically.
0: Right, and so I don't mind. I don't mind that she gets a, a different romantic partner, and all the other ones are lame. But I really didn't expect her with him, and so with Josh, and so then when it happened, I was like, "Huh." All
2: I heart right. Margot so much. She's like unbridled id. She always <laughs> speaks her mind. She gets the best lines like every episode. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I she is she is like my spirit animal. I love her. I completely love her, and I love her rationale for why she did this too. You know, I'm. For, I'm Part of it was that if she couldn't save Elliot, she was determined to save one of her friends. But also, you know, he said, well, you're going to have to go through this like I am. And she goes, well, it's only every 30 years. I'm not even going to live that long. (laughs) Uh, It's like, okay, Um, But it, it was just it was a great seen and the, the the interaction between the two of them because I don't think we've ever really seen them interact at length before. Um, and this was just a great episode with the, with both she and Josh. It really was. I loved I loved all their interactions together.
0: Uh Next, I agree with all that. Then oh, next up, we're going to talk about Supernatural's 300th episode, where we get the return of John Winchester, a.k.a. also Negan, and I can't get them separated in my brain properly. <laughs> um, can I? <clears throat> go ahead.
2: Can I, can I just say, and I, I'm, I'm the one who kind of prodded Libya to talk about this episode, I was kind of disappointed. It seemed like they went, instead of having a real plot line, it was just like a variation of it's a wonderful death or whatever, or wonderful afterlife. Or <laughs> Their,
0: their whole mean... thing is they weren't that pressed about how they were going to get him back. Don't worry about that part. But it, I thought that the moment where John Winchester saw Mary for the first time, because like, for him she was dead, and then for mm-hmm. her he was dead, their reuniting moment was really good. I will say that.
2: I just thought I wish the script had been stronger and made better use of... If you're going to get Jeffrey Dean Morgan back for an episode, give him something to do besides make goo-goo eyes at his, you know... That very, was the point of the episode.
0: No, the point of the episode was, one, for him to admit that he was a terrible father, which he did, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and acknowledge how he screwed up his sons, say hello to his wife, and then say goodbye to his family. That was pretty I much it. I more
2: than that, though. For 300 it's like...
0: It was just a big family dinner. They didn't. They literally didn't leave the bunker once he showed up. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> did what? briefly, but. Oh, yeah. Um, the kids went to go get food for yeah, the big didn't,
1: dinner. Yeah, he didn't leave. And the thing is, uh, I whereas i enjoyed their in- interactions it was distracting to me that they kept saying well they pulled him out of time from 2003 and meantime he looks like he just walked off the set of walking dead he really yeah, does. does so Seriously. i could never i i kept thinking oh my god the winchester boys are, are talking to to negan um, well he's got the negan haircut and he's got the the beard and, beard and, 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 and everything and it was just-
0: it was the problem, and I think because he's been playing Negan so long, I don't think he, he hasn't played John Winchester in 15 years.
1: Yeah, he should have watched a few episodes because the performance was different.
0: It was different. It was very different. And it was just like, it was like, he was playing like a weepy version of Negan. And it was, only thing he wasn't, he was not doing the lean back or anything crazy. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it was hard for me to see him as a different character. That was mm. the problem.
1: I mean, I think this should have at least maybe, I don't know, shaved the beard off, gave him a wig or something. Something. I mean, if maybe they don't have the budget to digitally uh, make him look younger. But it was so, so obvious that he was not from 2003. Right.
0: That didn't bother me as much because now he looks old. He looks before, the big complaint was that he didn't really look that much older than them. So it was hard to believe he was their dad. Now he looks old enough to be their dad. Um, so I actually think that works to their advantage. The problem is he – I had just finished watching an episode of The Walking Dead, and, and he looked like he literally just walked off the set of one show and walked over to their set.
2: Because yeah. he probably did.
0: <laughs> exactly. exactly. And it's just, I, I just it thought they should have given them, weird.
2: I thought they should have given them a better story. That's my complaint.
0: Okay, but I did like the emotion. I did get a little weepy. Um, yeah,
1: you but
2: said emotion goodbye. is not of the story. I <laughs> I, I did
1: like <laughs> Sam's TED Talk, though. Oh, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, the episode was okay. Uh, and, and it was emotionally satisfying. And it's probably one of the... Even though you said it didn't have a lot of plot, it was probably one of the better episodes they've had in a while. So there's that. Mm. uh yes exactly. that's the problem
2: of shows that should have been put out to pasture yes
0: there was a five-year
2: plan and we're gonna go we just got picked up for season 15
0: oh, we won't talk about that all right Hashtag next up, true story i know <laughs> next up we're gonna talk about uh brooklyn nine nine and i'd like peter to kick us off with this since this is their big valentine's day episode uh what did you think
3: um, yeah, I thought it was pretty terrific. It, it's mostly Peralta and Rosa because they're on a case, and it's mostly just those two actors.
0: But and change, running, and her hair. Her hair was also a character.
3: Gag is that there? She keeps changing her hairstyles. Um, is it her girlfriend? Is that what it is? Yeah,
0: her girlfriend is going to uh, cosmetology school, so she's uh, change, doing her hair every 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 time we see her, her hair is different.
3: Right. Which is hilarious. Like, I mean, I thought that was really great. Also, I also like that, you know, we rarely get we don't get Rosa being emotional too much. And we had the moment at the end where because basically the whole reason. So the premise is that basic is that um, uh, this person dies. The mother comes and says to Peralta, promise me you will find his killer. And he's like, I promise you. And they're like, <laughs> rookie mistake. Don't do? do ever do that. And then, at the end, Rosa kind of does the same thing. She's like, "Oh, she reminds me of my mom, like you know, which is like the joke because she's never emotional. um but yeah, I thought it was like actually this whole season's been pretty good. I'm so glad the show found life, you know uh, again, like I thought it I, yeah, it's been really terrific, um but yeah, the only thing is it's mostly them. I think we see Andre Brower, we see Captain Hull maybe for a second. And some of the other characters, but really, it's it's pretty much them trying to solve this case, you know. And I will say that by now, if you know Brooklyn Nine Nine, like I mean, you're watching it because of the characters and the humor. It's not that hard to figure out the mystery. Cause it, it's almost always like deliberately subverted. It's always like,
0: yeah, I knew it was an air conditioning was, pretty early.
3: Clearly, like, oh. the air conditioner is important because this entire time they won't do the air, they won't turn the, the AC on or whatever, but it's fine. Like that's not why I'm watching the show. So, um, but yeah, no, I thought it was it's pretty funny. Like I, I really liked it. Um, what do you think?
0: I'd say I agree. It was fun. <laughs> I really liked the hair thing. I, and like you said, the mystery wasn't the big deal. But what was unusual is they uh, – a lot more time passed in this episode than normal because yes. they were trying to show how long they were working on this case. So, right. yeah, that that was different, but it was almost it, – it edged into serious for about a second. So, but I still thought it was a pretty strong episode, so thumbs up for me.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, next up we're going to talk about Star Trek Discovery, and this episode was basically – until, I would say it's a Tilly episode, but I also feel like it was a lot of techno babble in order to get Dr. Kolber back. Like it, was like, it was like, blah, 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 techno babble, techno babble, Colber's alive, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, don't care. He's alive. I don't care what you said. Like, the techno babble was ridiculous. It was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And I watched Star Trek a lot. So for me to be like, man, I, I smell something funky over there. Um,.
2: You know you know what's really interesting is of all the f- they've taken so much heat over the spore drive right and the mycelium network and I, I read an article actually if what they're what they're postulating if if space mycelium could do what Earth mycelium do, you could totally do that, so it's actually much more feasible than the transporter for se. Well, so.
0: I, I'm not even arguing about the mycel Network. What I'm arguing about is, well, on this side of it, he's alive. But if he crosses the barrier, he's dead. But if we have his DNA and use these weird pod things that we made up last episode, then he'll miraculously be alive with all his memories intact. Well, you and know, the right if, we,
2: age. If, if we ever did a real transporter, basically you'd kill you'd kill the person being transported and then reassemble them, a clone on the other end.
0: Basically. So, yes, but so he miraculously had a, he had a shave and a haircut. And oh,
2: dude, just just go with the flow.
0: I was I was just that's what I said. <laughs> the techno babble was ridiculous, but I was like, Culper's alive, whatever, don't care. Let's uh, talk
2: about stuff like the juicy Giorgio versus uh, versus scene.
0: Oh my god, that was awesome! Rare, <laughs> that was awesome. That was this this great like. She 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 was like, if you hurt my brother, and she steps to her, and she <laughs> drops that apple, and she's like, what? <laughs> what are you gonna do? And and then she she just looks at her. She's like, ah, there she is. And I just love that Giorgio likes to pull that version of Michael out.
2: Oh, she just loves to j- manipulate her just to pull her strings. Oh, it's so reaction.
0: great. But. She risked the other ship and her life to save Michael. So as much as she talks BS, she really does care about Michael.
2: She does. She does. I, I'm fascinated to see what these spinoffs are going to look like. Because, I mean, are we going to get Ash Tyler as a supporting character? Yeah, on the, I think he's going to be. I think
0: he's going on to the Georgia series, yeah.
2: Because I'm a, I mean, I'm digging Discovery. I kind of want an Enterprise spinoff with Pike. I mean... Uh, Anson Mount is terrific as Pike
0: I like him a lot And I, also he gained points from me Because he hates Tyler And I was like yes <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> Someone else who hates Tyler Because I just think that Because he questioned Michael Like how can you forgive him when he killed one of your crewmates I was like exactly And she was like well he's a different per- He's not a different person He is literally in the same body uh and she's like well ash tyler and book are about and blah, blah 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 and i was like ah oh, hate ash tyler anyway
2: um <laughs> let us I, know how you really feel
0: well i'm also mad that they're like well he'll be our liaison for this and i'm just like please only be in a couple episodes please only be in a couple episodes on the ship i can't stand him but no that's not oh, true Ty- i don't tyler? mind tyler when he's not around michael when he's around you, Michael, I you hate don't
2: it. You don't like Michael getting all goo-goo-eyed around
0: Oh, I hate it so much.
2: Yeah, well, for you know, our intelligence sources uh, predict that uh, they would not be recoupled, so.
0: What are your intelligence
2: sources? Uh, I can't reveal.
0: I'll talk to you off podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
0: <laughs> I do like that we're really starting
2: to see more of the, the rest of the bridge crew yes. do things.
0: Yes. Yes, and I'm kind of mad though that uh, Pike is shortening um, the Navigator's name. Her name is like Owasuno or something like that. Her name is like three syllables, and he's just calling her Owu or something. And I'm like, no, you can't just change her name and make her last name a, a nickname like ah, Boo. Especially Dude, that's what they
2: do. That's what they do in the military. <laughs>
0: I don't Sorry. like it. I don't like it. Um but uh especially cuz I always have people try to change my name so I hate it. I'm like stop being lazy. Learn how to say my name.
2: And also the Tilly the um boy what's what's Mary is, is or something? A, is is there a female in, a female counterpart to bromance? Uh
0: not a word, no. But her relationship but- with Burnham
2: I love how far that relationship has come in the, you know, in first season and then this, you know, what, five episodes now of season two. Right. Just in terms of Tilly. I mean, the fact that Burnham really had zero interest in being her friend, let alone mentor and they're, they're sisters, basically.
0: Yeah, they're super tight. I really like it. All right. Let's move on. I'm um, thumbs up this week's episode. Oh, me. yeah. Even though the techno babble was ridiculous, we got the doctor oh. back, and that's all I care about. That is all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, go back
2: and look at some TNG. There's some techno babble for you, <laughs> or Voyager. Boo. <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Gotham, and this is leading up to the last couple episodes of Gotham. <clears throat> and uh, Allison, I know you wanted to talk about this, but let me just take a moment to talk about the fact that. Uh, Barbara and Gordon slept together two weeks ago, yet this week's episode, she's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, what do you have, magic powers? Like, how do you know you're pregnant
1: after two weeks? That bugged the hell out of me. The the thing is, it's two weeks by our reckoning. From their perspective, it's about two days Exactly,
0: like, that's what I'm saying. So it's like,
1: are you kidding me? What? (laughs) She's like...
0: We remember when we slept together last week? I'm pregnant. I'm like, no, you don't know you're pregnant? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm okay with them eventually saying, okay, something happened that night. That's fine, but the timeline doesn't work. And you're in the middle of an apocalypse on Gotham. People don't have food and water. Where is she getting a pregnancy test? Whatever. Yeah,
1: unless she's, I mean, she, it's, it... I would accept this if she said it just out of pure jealousy has no basis. In fact, she just wanted to, to screw, screw with Lee's him, right. Yeah. Him and Lee. Cause she's jealous.
0: Right. She is jealous. hundred percent. And the jealousy was a lot of why she said that, but I was just like, but that just totally threw me off. I was like, wait, what?
1: Yeah. Oh. No, if they're going to go with this as being real, it's like I'm I'm sorry but no. You don't it, 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 do all men write this show. Yes. I, women really don't know two days after the fact if they're pregnant. Yeah. Um so yeah, unless they, they're going to go with it that uh, yeah she's just she's just saying the first thing out, you know, that she can think of that's going to to make them crazy, then that's fine. But I actually like these
0: I like Lee's reaction. She just raised an eyebrow at him. She was like, really? <laughs> like She wasn't <laughs> upset. She was just like, eh. cause they have, they aren't together. So she was unfazed by the whole
1: thing. He, no, just... they haven't been together in a while. Right. Plus she's been through an awful lot more than that since. So, right. So she's yeah. like, whatever. Um, but the
0: whole, her being controlled was super predictable because we knew that they got taken at the same, her and Nygma got taken at the same time. So if Nygma got turned into some sort of robot clone puppet thing, then I was pretty sure she did, too, especially
1: because she was like, I don't remember the last three months. So I was like, yep. Yeah. I mean, as soon as she started saying things like, oh, well, the last thing I remember was and it's like Gordon should have known. But then. Gordon is slow on the uptake as we've yes. discussed before so but still yeah it was it was patently obvious it was that that was not going to be super surprising still overall i i really enjoyed the episode i mean i i like the fact that they fr- they brought lee back um, i was wondering if they were actually going to do that or not so that's nice and i liked all the the interactions of the characters it was kind of interesting to see you know who's on whose side, depending on, you know, what people need at the time. So uh, watching Nigma working with the police um, was, was kind of fun.
0: I will tell you my nerd story, which is when he gave that equation, I started calculating and I found the answer. Thank you very much. Assuming that they weren't extinct. <laughs> the answer was that they were extinct because I, yes. I felt like an idiot because I didn't keep playing. I listened to the word problem and I sat there and I worked it out. And then um, and then I was like, okay, let me hit play and see if I have the right answer. And the answer was zero. And I was like, oh, okay, never mind. So, oh, well. yes, yeah, geek me. All right. Uh, but overall, this was a better episode than I think that they've done in a while. So I was happy. So I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Um, next up, we're going to talk about the blacklists. And this, I've reached the limit of my read in court uh slash jail storyline i can deal with i'm 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 done i'm almost done i was like i'm like let me know when he gets out you know what i mean like all of this picking out a jury and i'm like then we're gonna go through a trial are you serious Like, like what is going on with the story right
1: now And the thing is, is, you know, it's going to be a TV trial. It's going to be the world's fastest trial. They'll be done with him in the afternoon. And instead of as it does with these types of things, it would drag on for months and then it would go in for appeal and that would drag on for years. And, you know, I mean, he he would he would die of old age before he'd actually be executed.
0: Well, I understand Uh, all that, but
1: I'm tired of I feel like I'm going to die of old age watching this yeah it's not a fun storyline and also i think it's the way that they have elizabeth where one episode she looks all weepy and sad and the next episode it's like all she you know it's all she can do to hide her contempt uh for for red and i you know i'm tired of that there it's more interesting when when red is out and being able to do what he needs to do as much as I enjoyed his banter in the courtroom because I thought some of the courtroom scenes were fun. Him and the judge um, are hilarious. I like them. He and the judge and also his 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 friend from the DMV is oh. <laughs> just that is just great. But I mean uh just all the rest of the stuff constantly, you know, being kept in a cell and having having him and Elizabeth at odds and she's running around looking for answers and you know it's blah, not going to be for blah, coming blah. It, the, the yeah and and they have apparently next week is going to be like a two-hour special and they're really? promising all the yeah they're of course as they always do they're promising you're going to have all the answers and you know they're lying you know that by the <laughs> end of it we'll be lucky if we have half an answer to one question um <laughs> So it's it's like yeah I'm I'm tired of of constantly being just pimped along for for so little I like stop t- I, in fact I really don't care about the mystery at the heart of everything anymore I just like red being red right and you know and them and in jail that.
0: doesn't do that it doesn't no it really doesn't see that.
1: so stop. I'm just like get
0: him out of jail who do I have to tell this is not working I feel like I need to tell someone. Um, but anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Cause all I'm going to do is rant about that. <clears throat> Next up, we're going to talk about legacies, which it wasn't this week was a repeat, but last week, which we did do a podcast, had a new episode, uh, which was my episode. Thank you very much. I oh, cut very good. about, how many scenes did I cut in that one? I cut three to four scenes in that episode. And now I can't remember off the top of my head, which ones they were, but, uh, I'm really happy about that episode. That episode was a lot of fun to work on. I had to design what the genie sounded like when she came in and out of the room and stuff like that. Um, but let's hear what you guys think. Hit me.
3: I I thought it was great, man. I I I love. Uh, well, Lizzie's <clears throat> probably one of my favorite characters. So like the fact that she gets you know, and she keeps calling her genie, right? It and is Genie. Yeah. and then she, But then she's like, I wish that Hope never came to the school. And then, like, it goes to the credits, and it's like, Lizzie Saltzman's legacies. And like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, like, just – so I, I thought, you know, kind of like going back to what Buffy, you know, used to do, where you – once you know the characters, you can do fun things subverting their personalities. So it's not just – like Lizzie taking things in. It's also like we get to see a different version of Hope. We get to see the like mean girl version of Josie. Like we get to see the drunk uh, beer belly version or drunk version of a the lot. dad. Like, yeah. it's all pretty good. Like I was like, it's, and I I assume, I have to say I know Tom probably doesn't watch Legacies, but I got to say that like speaking of predictable, they didn't do what I thought the, because essentially you get to the thing where they're like, okay obviously she's going to waste her wishes she's going to get to a bad situation which is the post-apocalyptic version and it's like well now of course i want what is it what is the big thing they all what do they call what oh, is the, the magic-
0: knife they or yeah the urn, the knife whichever i can't <laughs> remember it says uh, the urn they want the urn right.
3: like so if you give me that i will <clears throat> world back or whatever so i was assuming because the way the show's going i was like oh i'm like okay so they lose another one i'm like and that, and then it's two left or whatever. I'm sorry, I don't know what the number is. But she doesn't. She's like, no, I'm not going to give that up. And she's like, you have to give that up, like because there's no way that I would ever do a wish that would hurt myself. And that was pretty good, where she's like, oh, well, what I'll do is, I wish that you were never. Is it Malavoy? Is that Malivore. what Malivore? Malivore, like you, you were never captured by Malivore. And I was like, oh, like that's pretty good. Like that's a pretty good like uh, conceit. But then. The hook is that it's not about the urn, it's about the fact that we now know that, I guess because there's twins, there's a Gemini thing, and that they could that, kill each other. Like, that has that, to
0: do with, you didn't watch Vampire Diaries. On um, Vampire Diaries, they dealt with the Gemini twins for several seasons. And wait,
3: the G- Gemini tw- wait, I thought Gemini twins is like a, it's like a saying. They're, wait, you're
0: I, All I, it, they established in Vampire Diaries, there were there are Gemini twins that have a curse, and the Gemini twins, when they turn twenty two, the stronger twin absorbs the <clears throat> the lesser twin, and then that twin that person becomes the leader of the Gemini coven. That's how it works.
3: Okay, and so and so now they're saying that this will happen again with them,
0: right? Because they're the next Gemini twins.
3: But, of course, the hook is that he is not going to remember – she's she's going to have a feeling in her gut that something's wrong, but she's not going to exactly have the information. Right. So now it's a race against time. Well – They're I mean, 16. Right. So we got a little time. Yeah, we have, right. We do have – Yeah, it's supposed
1: to happen time. when they're 21.
3: Right. That's true. Um but, no, no, but I thought, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought, and I really think that uh, Jenny Boyd, is that the actress? I think she's she's really, it's not that I don't, I, I do, I like the whole cast and everything, but, like, really just, I don't know, man, it really felt right. Like, having Jenny Boyd as the lead with the way she can, like, kind of change things up with her reactions and having the actress who plays Hope as, like, this kind of fun supporting role, it worked really well. Like, so, I don't know, I, I really love it
1: uh Allison Yeah, no, I really enjoyed the episode. And I I was kind of it, I mean, it's it it was the kind of episode that could have gone badly because it's it sort of mixed two tropes together which are really overdone. It was it was like it's a wonderful legacies um uh, meets <laughs> the monkey's paw, you know. And with so you kinda know really where this is gonna go, and that everything is gonna get screwed up and <laughs> and all of that, but it was done so well and with such a great sense of humor and you know the whole thing of having um hope come in with this tactical squad and all of the rest of the stuff he's, <laughs> and, he's Pedro! The- and Pedro. Yeah. oh yeah <laughs> <Got it. laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You know, I mean, all of that was was really fun and really funny, and um, and then they mixed that, of course, with the seriousness of this apocalyptic ending. Um, But I I really I really liked the episode. I thought it flowed incredibly well. Kudos for the editing on this. Yay! Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Thank you. Go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Um, And and just overall, I thought it was it was an episode that it could have gone very badly because it is kind of rehashed territory, but it instead was very clever and very fun.
0: Yeah, I agree. I had, a, we had a lot of fun working on it and I thought the genie, Ginnae, excuse me. She looked oh, she amazing.
1: She was great. She was really great. I loved job. her character.
0: I wouldn't <clears throat> mind the bringing her back. Actually. Yeah. Cause we won't cause... recognize her without all that blue makeup on.
3: Oh, uh, true.
0: Yeah. I thought she was great. She knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Um, Oh, and by the way, that big battle sequence at the end, it's like, what, six or seven minutes long, that whole scene? Mm. I had to do sound design for all that fighting for that whole time, and I will tell you that was exhausting. That's all I'm going to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, well, hope you appreci- well.
0: I hope you guys appreciated all that background Definitely screaming lit. and yelling. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad you guys really like it, so I'm, I'm taking that as a thumbs up. All right uh, next up we're gonna talk about Doom Patrol and this was DC's streaming <coughs> new new show and I will say the big difference between this and Titans is the cast, which is they they have all veterans and just out of the box they were already it already better performances uh, just straight out of the box so it, it felt different to me than Titans did. And I got a little more invested in the characters and their backgrounds and stuff.
2: It's interesting because technically this is a spin off of Titans. I know, which is, uh, I mean, Gar Gar Garfield Logan is the connection between the two groups, and I presume from from the interviews I've watched on DC Universe, we the connection will be made uh, more tangible throughout the season. Uh, my big issue with with Doom Patrol as a series is I don't know why DC Universe is obsessed with we're streaming so we can be smutty. You know, an occasional F-bombs one thing like Titans did, except for sometimes they got a little carried away, but I really could have done without the, you know, the topless shot of, of, you know, Brendan Fraser, you know, doing the nanny And the flashback sequence and just overall, it's like, trust your premise. Trust your cast. You don't need to be smutty just because you can. That's a sign of immaturity. It's just like a little kid who picks up a dictionary and looks up all the bad words and starts using them. Because the comic book, I've I've read several different incarnations of this comic book, including the one that this is based on. And they don't even go as as off-color as what... The pilot did. It's just disappointing. So
0: that's my piece.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but but you're not familiar with the the source material. That's true. It's just when you're having trouble getting people to buy into your service, that's not a selling point for you know potential. You know, especially when you do have things that are geared more towards family audiences. I mean, Swamp Thing. I would expect to be a little bit more tvma slash r-rated Doom patrol did not have to be and they just need to bear that in mind as they develop you know if they if if they make star girl off color i'm gonna send them nasty letters
0: <laughs> or emails I mean, you're or such tweets. a parent now
2: man no but i've been i've been following these comic book characters since the 60s and there's a time and a place and there's such a thing as age appropriateness and they did not have to, it could, Doom Patrol should be like PG-13, not necessarily hard R. And they went for hard R.
0: Yeah, okay. So, What did you think of the story?
2: The story, I thought it was a decent pilot. I thought it was, uh, ha- Alan Tudyk in anything, A+. plus. <laughs>
0: yeah, he, <laughs> he having, was cr- super creepy.
2: Having him narrate the origin story <laughs> was brilliant because, right. you know, unreliable narrator to the max. Um, I'm still annoyed that they, Elastigirl's powers are not what they're supposed to be in the book, but they have their reasons. I'm not sure why. Whatever. Uh, but Robot Man, Crazy Jane. Uh, we we haven't seen a lot of Negative Man, but all that is pretty much dead on right from the comics and the Chief, of course.
0: Yeah. And I recasting. I like him as yeah. Recasting Chief was brilliant. Recasting guy,
2: Chief was brilliant because yeah. the guy in the Titans episode was was Mediocre. a zero.
0: Well, he seems too too evil. Like I, I didn't trust him. I didn't understand why anybody trusted him.
2: Yeah. So, whereas Timothy Dalton,
0: you still might not
2: trust him, but at least you like him.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, Allison, your thoughts? Um. Overall, I really liked it. I didn't have the same problem. I guess because I haven't read the comics, so I it wasn't I wasn't expecting a particular thing. Um, I don't know that I would want to pay for a streaming service to see this. Uh, I have to confess I did not
0: to see <laughs> this
1: particular episode. What? Um, but shh. Well, but uh, I will but... tell you
0: this, though. I was using the streaming service trying to watch this, and the streaming service wasn't working. So then oh, I right. had to do something else to watch it. Yeah, and even, asked... a better, even
1: better selling point, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the thing that's crazy
0: is, it wasn't working. Like, I went on there four times trying to get this thing to play, and um, it would just what you, spin. What are,
2: you, what are you watching it on?
0: Uh, my Apple TV.
2: Which version of Apple TV? <clears throat>
0: the newest one.
2: Yeah. Do you have the latest app? Because they, they've yeah. had issues with their app.
0: Yeah, the app's not working. That's my point. <laughs> the app's not working.
2: I mean, have you updated it recently?
0: Well, I got my Apple TV, like, two weeks ago.
2: Make sure you have the latest update for DC Universe because, yeah, they um, it, it worked fine on my Apple TV. I watched it first thing Friday morning. I probably got yeah, back I, in the gym. I
0: tried to watch it Friday night, and it, by Friday night, it wasn't working. And my friend told me it wasn't working for him either. So there was uh, something wrong. There was something wrong happening.
2: They they might have been having server issues.
0: Yeah, um, and, and, and on the premiere of their big show, come on, you can't you're you're freaking like they only have two shows. And, and well, the premiere of their, their new
2: show? Th- three, three original series. What's the third one? Young Justice Outsiders.
0: Oh, right. Well, I was already watching Young Justice, so I was like, I, didn't, I guess I didn't consider that a new show. But, yeah. yeah I, I think for them, Doom Patrol
2: might generate some heat. I think Swamp Thing it might have a chance to put them on the map because they're going for the Alan Moore. And Alan Moore's arc is, of, I mean, it's basically why Vertigo was formed back in the 80s.
1: Yeah, but the, you know the thing is, I just have this this issue against being nickel and dime to death by mm-hmm. everyone wanting their own personal streaming service. And I'm sorry, but at a certain point, you know, I I'll play along to a certain degree, but at a certain point, I'm just going to say no. Enough well, is enough. By there's this time, only so much. There's only so much time in a day. There's only so much money I'm willing to shell out. And I think everybody's like that. Right. By so, this time
2: next year, we'll have three more. We'll have. Disney Plus, NBC, Universal's, and Warner Bros.,
1: Warner Brothers, yeah, which yeah. is just—it's just nuts. I mean, it's just a way of, of you know bleeding money out of out of people who should be able to get things through you know one or two means. And so I—I'm just not all for that. But getting getting back to the actual show itself. <laughs> um, The, uh, I, I, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the characters. Um, I thought they they were all engaging, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, uh, it's nice that they all have their issues. They're not, you know, just all super powered and happy and all of that. Um, but then that's DC, so it's to be expected. Um, the only thing that kind of fell apart for me was the, uh, crazy Jane character, um, Diane Guerrero I don't think is really up to it. You know, you need somebody with who's like a Tatiana Maslany who can yeah, really give Yeah, I see what you're saying cuz yeah cuz uh, I didn't yeah. have to find characters cuz frankly all her characters seem the same seem like, like the same. The same, same. Person. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Without, I'm doing a character. Yeah. Well I she mean,
0: had to I announce like, it. She was like she, I'm blah blah blah. Like,
1: I'm so and so and and you know I mean I remember watching Orphan Black and
2: Oh, geez! And
1: she was so amazing playing these characters. That she didn't need to even say anything. Just the way she would get the facial expressions and the way she would move her body, even when she had one character pl- trying to play another character, you I knew, tell, was right. she, and it was amazing. And that's the kind of that's the level of performer that you need for a character like this. And I, as much as I like Diane Guerrero in in Orphan, uh. Awesome. In in Orange is the New Black um, <gasps> That's what she was different in Character, Yeah and she does play a radically Different character from this there But um, as great as she is in that I, I just don't See her pulling this off She isn't Good enough at defining The subtleties of one character From another and she's supposed to have 65 so I, I Don't mm-hmm. do that Yeah she, she's not McAvoy either
2: uh, <laughs> All <laughs> right, the I'll be in, I'll be interested to see how much they end up using Matt Matt Bomer and Brendan Fraser, since you, you can't prime, see their
0: face, right?
2: Since, since since the the standard version of their characters are played by other people, and they're ostensibly just giving their voices, but we see them, we'll see their full bodies in flashbacks. Right. But casting them, that was a real coup, right? And I, you know one of the things that they're going to be doing this first season is they're going to be drawing from the entire history of the Doom Patrol and they're going to be bringing in a lot of other characters, including Cyborg who has never been a member of the Doom Patrol. Don't get me started. But (laughs) (laughs) But I will, you know, I'll, I'll watch it. I might not like it, but I'll watch it. (laughs) But, but I, but I, I did like the pilot overall. I just, I have an issue with the, the, the tone I, okay. I just think that somebody really needs to tell berlanti or whomever is doing the original programming everything doesn't have to be r-rated you know
0: well berlanti stuff normally isn't r-rated so say what i said berlanti stuff normally isn't r-rated that's
2: that's why i'm just mystified by
0: oh we're streaming
2: we can be nasty i
0: well anyway all right, let's move on. Uh, so if you guys have any questions or comments, send them to tvcampfire@gmail.com. gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. This is on GetThePointRadio.com, Crypto Radio. We now listen on iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.
1: Later. Bye. Bye.